Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of the Mandy Mayer podcast. Today I'm going to be chatting to you about finding enjoyment in what you do, right? And I know it sounds like a very basic topic of conversation, but I honestly feel like it is a area that is overlooked because when you decide you're going to go on diet, get healthy, lose some weight, you basically going to do what society is outlining for you to do. And by doing that, you're going to be adding things into your routine and your plan that you don't necessarily like. And at the end of the day, it's going to feel like punishment. And punishment is not fucking enjoyable. Let's be real with one another, right? And that's what I'm going to touch on today. But before I get into it, I would really appreciate it for those of you who are listening on an Apple device or the Apple podcast. If you could head over uh, to the review section and just drop me a review, it's going to take, I want to, I want to say five seconds, but that's going to be me bullshitting you. It's going to take about a minute of your time. Um, and I would really, really appreciate it. What you also want to do is you want to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss another episode in the future. <laughs> All right, straight into it. Absolutely straight into it. Find an enjoyment in the things you do, right? And I'm going to use a lot of different examples to try and make it as relatable as possible. Picture yourself going to the gym and throwing weights around, but you fucking hate, hate weights, right? It's going to be so difficult to maintain that because it's something that you don't enjoy doing. Right. And if you think back to whenever you had a job that you really didn't enjoy, and, and I think back to a, a couple of my jobs, in specific one of them, <laughs> I really didn't enjoy it. And it was so difficult for me to get up in the morning and motivate myself to go to this job and act like I enjoy it and just to really, really tell myself that I enjoy it because I really didn't. And it felt like punishment for me at the end of the day where it started feeling like I had a lot of resentment towards the job. And it just made things so much more difficult. Yeah, I did it because, you know, I got the paycheck at the end of the month, but there wasn't any passion involved. And the longer I stayed in the job, the more I started resenting it. And when you start resenting things, you basically start half-assing them. You do it just because you have to do it. You don't do it because you want to do it, because you want to grow, because you want to improve yourself. You are doing it because you feel forced to do it. And when you feel forced to do something, if we move away from the job situation now, in other things, if you feel forced to do it, it's really not going to be sustainable because there's only so long that you can actually force yourself to do things that you don't necessarily want to do. And I'll give you a little little example of myself. So when I was younger, very much younger, I honestly couldn't stand packing the dishwasher. I absolutely despised it. And my mom made it a chore of mine. So what I did was I would pack the dishwasher incorrectly on purpose because I wanted her to stop asking me to do it. I mean, obviously my mom, you know, moms know best, <laughs> especially my mom. You know, we think they don't know things, but they fucking know absolutely everything. And she caught on to what I was doing and she continued forcing me to do it. But every time I did it or I had to do it, there was so much resentment towards the process of packing the dishwasher because I absolutely did not like it. I did everything in my power to pack that dishwasher incorrectly so that she would stop asking me to do it because I didn't want to fucking do it. And that's exactly the same with the things that we are doing now as adults, right? If you think of the things that you don't enjoy doing, let's go with a dishes example 
as well or folding the laundry and packing the laundry away. You'll go for days with that laundry either still in the tumble dryer or hanging on the clothesline or in your washing basket because you keep delaying it. You keep delaying the folding away process or the packing away process, sorry, because you don't actually find enjoyment in doing it. After 10 days, you've got four core clean panties left and you're like, fuck, I better start packing that away. And you're doing it because you have to do it. You delay doing those dishes because you don't like doing dishes. And every day you've got a different excuse. You're like, ah, oh, no, I'll leave it till tomorrow because I've still got some clean plates left. You get to day seven, there's no clean plates left. You saw me eat out of the pot that you've cooked out of because you haven't done the dishes. And eventually you force yourself to do something that you don't enjoy doing purely because it has to be done. And that, when you look at an exercise or you look at a meal plan or you look at a routine that you're creating for yourself, that is why it is so important to create something that you are going to find enjoyment in over a long period of time. Because you want that certain level of enjoyment so that you can sustain it or you can maintain it. Look, this is me being real. You're not probably not going to find enjoyment in it immediately because if you're going from a lifestyle, let's say an unhealthy lifestyle or a very sedentary lifestyle, you've created habits that you believe that you enjoy. And those habits don't necessarily align with what your new goals are are for yourself. So the new goals that you've set for yourself, those goals might seem daunting in the beginning, but to make it a little bit less daunting, realistically, you need to work on them slowly by doing things that you can foresee yourself enjoying, as opposed to doing things that you're like, oh, fuck, not this again. It's like when you get your fourth sales call or telesales call to your phone, within three hours, you look at your phone, you're like, oh, fuck, not this again, and you ignore it. And that's going to be the same as if you add things that you really fucking hate doing into your plan. You're going to look at it, oh, not this again, and you're going to ignore it. It's <laughs> It's like having sex with someone that you've fallen out of love with, right? It becomes a chore. And when it becomes a chore, you're like, eh, all the passion's lost. And it's like, fuck, okay, if I have to. But, you know, the excuses become real at the end of the day. So with regards to the meal plans, I, you know, if I can be very honest with you, I get asked minimum five times a day to write meal plans for people um, free of charge. This is what they ask me. All right. <laughs> Would you go into Ferrari store and ask them for a free Ferrari? No. <laughs> anyway, so with the meal plans, essentially for me, if you look at a meal plan, a lot of the meal plans can be very restrictive and you can maintain that meal plan for about two weeks, maybe three weeks. But when it's very restrictive and you have foods on that meal plan that you don't enjoy, it becomes boring. And when you don't know how to exchange any of those meals for foods that you do enjoy, it becomes much more restrictive. So now you're in a catch-22 position because, you know, you've got this meal plan you're meant to be following, but you don't enjoy the food. And you don't know how to replace or exchange or substitute that food on the meal plan with foods that you can foresee yourself enjoying over a long period of time. What happens then is you just think to yourself, fuck this meal plan, 
I can't do this. I am not capable of doing that. And that is when your self-confidence levels take a moosa drop because immediately instead of trying to find a way forward, you throw the meal plan in the bin and you're like, fuck this. And you start going back to your old ways or your old lifestyle or your old habits, which shouldn't be the case. That's why I always try and teach people. Well, it's exactly what I do. I teach people to create their own meal plans. Purely because they can then add enjoyment foods into that plan and it doesn't feel like a chore. It doesn't feel like punishment. Imagine getting a 28-day meal plan and you got to eat Brussels sprouts for breakfast. you got to eat fucking fish for lunch and you got to eat... Um, I don't know, fucking spinach quiche for dinner. Fucking stupid example. <laughs> it's very early in the morning, yeah, guys. Let's say I don't eat any of that food. Now I get this 28-day plan and immediately I look at it and I'm like, okay, fuck, it's only 28 days. It's only 28 days. I can do this for 28 days. And you've already set a time frame to this and you're like, just 28 days. After 28 days, I can go back to eating what I was, which is not the way we're meant to be looking at it. And after day three, I'm probably going to be so gutful of having Brussels sprouts for breakfast that I'm just going to be like, you know what, fuck, whatever, it is what it is. <laughs> I don't even eat Brussels sprouts. But um, I think you get the gist of it. There, there has to be that element of enjoyment. There has to, you have to create something that you feel that you can possibly adhere to. And again, this is me not saying, you know what, oh, it's going to be so easy if you just add things that you enjoy. Because again, I revert back to what I said earlier on in this episode. It's probably not going to be easy for the first week or for the first two weeks. Because if you're going from having takeaways for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you have not seen a vegetable within two years or three years, it is going to be difficult to incorporate vegetables into your plan. But then rather, for me, try and incorporate vegetables that you once liked or vegetables that you can foresee yourself enjoying as opposed to vegetables that you really don't like. I fucking hope that makes sense. <laughs> it's like Bobby that, you know, he he goes to swim with his poly otter on. A blue one, eh? not a red one. So little Bobby goes to swim with his poly otter on, but he's 40 years old. He's never been taught or he hasn't taught himself how to swim. And whilst everyone else is splashing around in the water and the waves, Bobby is there with his poly otter. And he's looking at them and he's like, wow, they've got so much freedom and I don't. And that's exactly the same with a meal plan. You need to ask yourself, can I follow this meal plan for the rest of my life? If the answer is no, it means there's absolutely no freedom to it. If the answer is yes, I've created this for myself. I know how to adjust it. I know how to amend it. I'm going to add some fun foods in it. I know that if I stray off track, it's 100% fine because I'm only one healthy meal or one healthy choice away from getting back on track. And that's the way we need to look at it. And at some stage, fucking Bobby needs to teach himself how to swim so that he can have that freedom like everyone else around him is having. And the same goes for any exercise or any movement or any training that you decide you want to incorporate into your way moving forward with becoming healthier and losing weight. Again, you would look on, say, Instagram, for example, and you see Becky doing 50,000 star jumps. You're like, oh, Becky lost 40 kilograms and she did 50,000 star jumps. And you hate star jumps because every time you do star jumps, your boobs hit you in your face. But now you want to try and do 50,000 star jumps because Becky's doing 50,000 star jumps. But realistically, you, you, you don't enjoy it. 
right? Because the boob story, Moss, I said so. <laughs> you need to incorporate something that you enjoy. And it's going to take some time for you to find an exercise or a movement that you do enjoy doing. It took me quite some time to find that I really enjoyed running, right? So I tried a lot of different things, but essentially I started off with walking because for me, if you're going from a sedentary lifestyle, absolutely sedentary lifestyle, even a 10-minute walk every single day has got massive health benefits. But the issue that I see is you want to get ripped within five days. And when that doesn't happen, you then tend to give up. So now you're doing absolutely everything that you've seen online or you've seen Becky doing. But Becky's taken fucking six years to get to the point where she currently is. And when you don't see the same results as Becky, you're like, oh, yeah, exercise is not for me. But you haven't tried any other form of exercise. So my advice with that is say, you know what, start off, if you're coming from a very sedentary lifestyle, start off with incorporating a 10-minute walk every single day. Set some step targets for yourself and start off very basic, right? Don't overcomplicate things from the beginning because as soon as you're going to overcomplicate things, that's where you're just going to confuse yourself. And the more confused you are, the more overwhelmed you get, the more overwhelmed you get, the more you're like, I, this is not for me. And that is when you tend to throw the towel in. There is not one specific exercise that is a miracle exercise or a magic exercise that's going to melt fat away. And I know this is portrayed on a lot of social media accounts or a lot of adverts targeted at, say, people that are a little bit desperate and they're like, oh, get these fantastic seven, seven abs, get these fantastic abs in just seven days. And we're like, oh, oh, la, la, fantastic abs. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. I once had someone message me and they said to me, oh, they can't uh, lose weight because they hate running. And I went back and I'm like, but what makes you think that you have to run to lose weight? And it was basically said to me as well, you know what, Mandy, you've lost 40 kilograms and you're a runner. So I believe that running is the best for fat loss or weight loss. And I, and I stopped the person right there and I was like, that is not the case. I lost a lot of my weight before I even started running. I started with basic movements of walking. And again, that just goes to show is, you know, and I've always been very open and very honest on my socials saying that it wasn't necessarily the running. The running is a form of enjoyment for me. I look forward to waking up every single day to go for a run. I look forward to waking up every single day and seeing what my body is capable of doing. But one thing you must remember is that didn't start on day one of my health journey. That took some time for me to actually get to that point of having that mindset. And I think everyone wants that mindset on day one of the journey, um, which is also not necessarily the case because your mindset is quite a big thing that you need to work on. And it's another thing that a lot of people overlook. That is a whole different topic of conversation for a different day, which I will definitely go into because like I said, your mindset plays such a vital role. And if your mindset is not in the right place, and again, we can easily add it to, to a little bit of a conversation here. If you've got that all or nothing mindset or that go big or go home mindset, again, it's going to be very short lived because you're either going to exhaust yourself or you're either going to overwhelm yourself 
or you're either going to expect results immediately, so that instant gratification, and when you don't get that, that's possibly where you're going to be like, fuck, I've been doing this for two weeks, why have I not seen the results that I want to see yet? And that all or nothing mindset can be very detrimental when it comes to certain things such as getting healthy or losing weight. And yes, I say you need to add enjoyment or things that you enjoy. But one thing I want to make very clear and one thing I want you to understand is, yes, it's not going to be exciting all the time, right? Why? Because it's constant commitment to the fundamentals that you need to do on a regular basis. It's not a fucking one night stand, right? So it's not going to be exciting all the time. But if you add things of enjoyment or things that you foresee yourself enjoying, there are going to be more exciting times than what they are going to be cuck times, right? It's just about getting to that point where you wake up one morning and you're like, oh, this is who I am now. I want you to imagine or envision this for a moment because I know Every single one of you, including myself, have been through this. So your husband or your wife has got that one specific friend and their friends that you don't necessarily enjoy hanging out with. You guys then get invited to their place for a braai or for a dinner and immediately you think to yourself, do I really have to go to the social event And you hesitate and you hesitate and you really don't like these people, but because it's your husband or your wife's friends, right? They must angenaide friende. (laughs) Yo, Mandy, that's a, it's a, a, some proper commentary so early in the morning. So you feel like you have to go, right? Because it's, it's, it's basically forced, but you really don't want to go. But you go because you're there to support your husband or your wife and you know it's their friends. And you don't enjoy it and you make it as short as possible and you sit there and you dislike every single second and you don't do it again until another month or another two months time because you really don't enjoy doing it. And that's exactly the same with, let's say, a, like I said, your meal plan or the plan that you create for yourself, the exercise or the movement that you start incorporating, but also for the routine that you create for yourself moving forward. Because if you create a routine that doesn't bring you any percentage of enjoyment throughout your 24-hour day, it's going to lead to a lot of misery. I know that sounds harsh, but it's absolutely true. I cannot envision, and you know what, I've actually been there before. There were days, as I mentioned in the introduction of this podcast, the introduction episode, I was in a job I hated. I was in a relationship that I didn't want to be in. I was on quite a strict diet at that point where I wasn't, I had restricted quite a few things. And again, I'll touch on that in a different episode. There's no expiry date to this podcast. I mean, there might be if you don't give me a review or you don't subscribe to it okay just saying wink wink nudge nudge so essentially I know what you know that lack of enjoyment feels like and like I said or that lack of enjoyment and adding things that you don't enjoy or your routine that you don't enjoy could lead to misery right and that's one thing that we want to avoid and I got asked a question the other day on my Instagram question stories and it's like how do you wake up so early in the morning and still be so happy and for me I've 
it's taken me a long time to get to this point. So before I continue, I don't want any of you to just think now, oh my God, she's just managed to, you know, wake up at a point and everything is working out for her. I've I've gone through a lot of shit in the last couple of years, um, since the mid 2019, right? But essentially what I've done with my routine is I've created a routine or a lifestyle that I really enjoy. So there's nothing in my life currently that I do that I don't enjoy. And if there is something I don't enjoy, it's probably something minor like cleaning the bird shit off my balcony. I even take enjoyment, I even find enjoyment in that because I can stand outside in the sunlight and get some vitamin D. And I think that's also part of the mindset thing where a lot of the times I see the positive in things as opposed to the negative in things. But it took me a long time to get to that point as well. And that's why waking up at half past four in the morning for me is not a task. It's not a chore because I get so excited to, you know, go through my daily routine and get onto my laptop and start doing the things that I love doing. Put on my running shoes, go for a quick run, you know, and just those small little things. I've created it, but it took me a long time to get to that point of working through a lot of different things. And again, this is me not saying Oh, every day, 365 days a year, I am so motivated and I am so positive and I'm so full of energy. It's not the fucking case. There are days where sometimes it does feel difficult and there are days where sometimes I just want to climb into bed and, you know, Netflix and chill. And you know what? There are days that I do that. And I got asked a question as well the other day, how do you have a life with no problems? Basically saying, because I have no problems, I can achieve what I am achieving or just be positive all the time. And for me, it's not that I don't have problems. I've got, I'm going through or I've been through a lot and there's a lot of things, majority of my problems I don't share online because a lot of it is private problems that I don't necessarily want the world to know about. And, you know, like I said, 2019 was a very tough year. 2020 was a tough year. 2021 was a tough year. And, you know, 2022 seems okay, touch wood. I've got those problems, but it reverts back to the fact that I've created something that I enjoy. So for me to go for a run, that is an enjoyment for me. And it actually allows me some time for myself where I can think about things and just de-stress my mind. I've created a meal plan, throw the word around loosely. I've created meals or a plan for myself that I enjoy. So it's easy for me to stick to those things when problems or struggles do arise. And that's why I say it's not always going to be easy because you are, when you start off right, you still need to create those habits. You still need to find enjoyment in the things that you're doing. And if a problem or a struggle does arise early on in your journey, it might not be easy for you to stick to it because you're still trying to solidify that habit or that way forward. Whereas myself at the point, I've created something that I enjoy. So it's very difficult for me to fall off track from it because this is literally who I am now. And like I said, when a struggle arises, yes, I get a bit down, I get a bit low, I deal with it, but 
in the past I would turn to say alcohol, food or takeaways or whatever when a struggle would arise, would arise and currently I turn to the things that I find enjoyment in now and that's going for a run or going for a walk or whatever the case is and the point that I'm at now is the point that I want every single one of you to get to. And this is why I'm helping you with all these tips and advice and just my general life stories so that you can see that, you know what, you don't need to do anything drastic that you don't enjoy doing. You can do smaller things that you enjoy doing. You can do smaller things that are underrated and overlooked. And all of those small little things are going to add up and help you build those habits of enjoyment. And that is the most important thing. Again, I want to reiterate because I feel like I need to say this a minimum of 10 times. I don't want anyone to get the wrong impression and think that it's going to be so, so easy because I think there's too much of that floating around at the moment where people posing, like I said in my last episode, with donuts and fucking McDonald's and everything else and say, lose fat fast or lose fat now. You know, I don't want to create any false expectations. So yes, it's going to be tough. Yes, you need to push through the difficult times, but you also need to keep challenging yourself and keep pushing yourself to find possible new things that you can foresee yourself sticking to or maintaining to. And that is the most important thing. I know I probably went on a bit of a tangent today. But like I said to you, this is me just speaking freely, no notes, totally unscripted and recording it and putting it out there for anyone to listen to in the hope that, you know, it will have a couple of, allow you to have a couple of light bulb moments or also just allow you to realize, you know what, fuck, if that, if, if that Mandy, if that chick could do it, uh, you know, so can I, because like I said to you, I deal with those everyday life struggles as well. And I just want everyone to know that you are hundred percent capable of doing it. And on that note, I'm going to love and leave you guys much love. You're not cuck fancy friend, Mandy.